Hello, and welcome to this Publication Day podcast from Berlin. Today, we have the great Isla Dewar reading from her new novel, A Day Like Any Other. This is a story of a lifelong friendship between two women, Anna and George. It's told with her trademark humour, her wonderful insight, and a real depth and honesty. You will feel like you know these characters. And here she is to introduce them. Two ladies, one with a stick. There they go, Anna and George, two old ladies walking down the street, nattering. Anna uses a stick, places it carefully to support her arthritic left hip. She wears black jeans, a blue t-shirt, under an ankle-length black cardigan and a green silk scarf that hangs down past her waist. She has high-top trainers, On her feet, silver earrings dangle at her neck. She is serious. George is in black velvet. Her boots are red, a dazzling, shiny red, but sensibly flat. A sad thing for her, she has said goodbye to silly footwear and could weep to slip her feet into something strappy and sexy just one more time. Her lips are softly pink and she smiles a lot. A small pearl hangs on a silver chain round her neck. Nobody looks at them. Nobody would guess at the lives they've had. Between them, they've clocked up 130 years. Three abortions, one miscarriage, four children, ten lovers, four husbands, one gay. A hysterectomy, nine cats, six cars, too many winter coats to mention, wild nights, quiet television evenings, and enough wine to float a battleship. Anna has published three poetry pamphlets. George has held the hands of people slipping from life. They have both mopped up many tears, not always their own. They have known abandoned laughter. They have wept for dead parents and lovers and lost dreams. They have regrets and still nurture a few longings. George has a child gone from her and she weeps for him daily, yet nobody gives them a second glance. We are just two old ladies walking down the street, one with a stick. Here is George, remembering her life with her first love. It was special. We had treasures, things we found. A blue stone, an old photograph of a grandmother outside a cottage with a basket of fish. A velvet waistcoat we took turns to wear. We listened to the Stones, Sam Cooke, Marvin Gaye, Leonard Cohen and Neil Young. We danced in bed, special lying down, kicking your legs and singing. She turned to Anna. She was weeping now. We did Irish jigs the length of the high street. He went down to Holyrood and I was at the castle and we ran to one another, singing Irish songs at the top of our voices. Him running uphill, me tanking downhill. When we'd wet, we'd whip with joy and link arms and whirl, round and round. Three o'clock in the morning. There weren't that many people about, but sometimes people joined in. Oh, we laughed. What fun, said Anna. I never knew you did that. Yes, he was my love, my soulmate. We were us, a pair. Then he bought that bloody car and crashed it and bloody died, and I didn't know what to do. I remember walking about dazed and weeping and not accepting what had happened. Dreamless sleeps, 
and lying staring at the ceiling, barely thinking, in fact not thinking, grief just sweeping through me. There are five stages of grief. Over 40 years on, I'm still in anger. First Alistair dies, then Willie dies. It's so, so painful. Physically painful. Effing death, it should be banned. Why can I die instead of them? Oh, George, Anna wept. I need to see it. I need that room, that amazing kitchen we had. I'm starting to think I imagined it all. I made it up in my sorrow. I romanticised it. I'm gutted. I think maybe it didn't happen. Of course it happened, said Anna. There's Lola. She's real, my daughter. She's amazing, but the rest of it. Perhaps I made it all up because I felt so guilty about running away. Perhaps it didn't happen. If I saw that room, I'd know. Anna reached over and took her friend's hand. I'll find it. I'll find that kitchen. As she spoke, she thought, what am I saying? How the hell do I find a room from 40 years ago? How on earth could you do that, said George. Someone must know, said Anna. You can't dismantle a room without someone knowing about it. The tradesman, the neighbours, I'll track it down. But she thought, I'm insane. Side by side they wept. A couple of passing teenage girls in striped t-shirts and skinny jeans stopped to stare. As he continued walking, one said, See that? A couple of old biddies crying. And Anna told them, One day it will be you. And here they are in George's garden. I'm glad I'm settled now, said George. I can die now. But you're not going to, said Anna. It isn't on my to-do list, but I don't mind if it happens. My children are sorted. Emma is fine. Lola is Lola and has always been Lola. She knows who she is and what she wants. And now James has come to terms with being a grown-up. My work is done. Who knows? I might see Willie again. My little love. This thought seemed to please her. My children don't know me, she said. Well, Lola, perhaps, has seen my naughty side from time to time. But mostly children only come when you're settled. They're not aware of the emotional turbulence and absurdity and alcohol and sly sex you engaged in before they came along. She laughed. You have to smile when they look at you and accuse you of being boring. She poured another glass. I want Leonard Cohen played at my funeral and Nina Simone singing Feeling Good and a party afterwards. I'd like to go to it, but for obvious reasons, that won't be possible. Anna said she hadn't thought about her death. It doesn't matter really. When I'm dead, I'll be dead and I won't care about anything. I just hope I haven't paid a huge bill before it happens. She looked around her at the garden. I wish I'd done something like this. It's amazing here. I, I'm in awe. It was beautiful. There was a small area of grass complete with table and chairs. This was under a pergola, crowned with climbing blue and white clematis and roses. The rest was flowers. George planted them and gave them their orders. Grow, 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 and they did. They didn't dare not to. Blues, pinks, whites and yellows, all shoving and bustling towards the sky and flooding the air with scent. You've done all this. I can hardly believe it. I've done nothing, really, said Anna. Children, said George, I love them. But I had to be safe and sane, and I became a little mundane. I put my wildness into this. She spread her arms and took a little bow. Here's my garden. 
but your time is coming, Anna. Some people blossom late. You will stop trying to have the life you imagine and start having the life you have, and you will be happy. How odd. I have reached an end, and you are just beginning. A Day Like Any Other by Isla Dewar is published today by Polygon. It's available, priced eight ninety nine in paperback, from all good bookshops that are offering a delivery service. It is, of course, also available online. Visit www.berlin.co.uk.